making move, Javante Davis. Living young, got room for patience. This a dope podcast. It ain't drugs when we move the bases. Houston, we got a problem. Taking off like the Rockets. This a three man weed coming at you with topics. Mr. the Henny with logic. Baby, showtime's back. You slow, catch up. You run a 4 now flat. It's imperative. Transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man we Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man we Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. What up? We come at you with topics. Hey, once again, we are back with another episode of the Three Man Weave Podcast. And before all else, you see it on Hill, man. You see it on Hill. R.I.P. Bun, yo. R.I.P. our guy, Kurt, man. We miss you. We love you. And like I always say, man, AJ's Casino ain't never going to be the same, man. That was my spade partner. That was my beer pong partner. And that was just my player partner all together. So, man, we definitely we definitely miss you, man. Episode 98? Yeah. This shit is flying. Hey, we finna be at 100. We finna be at 100, man. Hey, look, I'm going to tell you like this, yeah. man. If it wasn't for COVID, ooh, buddy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just mm-hmm. tell you, I'm going to just tell you, it was going to be some fun, but we still going to make it happen. It might be, like we, still- we, got, we got, we got something in the works. It might be yeah. an episode 137, <laughs> but, but it's coming. We're going to celebrate that thing. We're going to celebrate oh. that thing. We got something big, major uh, coming. You know, we just can't disclose the details yet just till it's finalized, but we got something in the works for that hunter, that hunter. Because we always uh, working. We always working. We always got something in the tuck. You dig what I'm saying? So, where can they find us here? You know, y'all can catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. I'm here, and he'll go here regardless, baby. Let's get it. Who else with me, though? We didn't even introduce ourselves this time. Shit. Well, well shit. you know, you got Cannon. Washington mm-hmm. fan extraordinaire. Washington uh-huh. blank fan extraordinaire since <laughs> we don't know who we are. Like that's, well, that's where I'm at with it. Hey, well, you know what it is. AJ as El Presidente, uh Devin Booker has been uh added to the all-star game. So um that's a topic that I don't necessarily need to touch on anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I, I put I, I put it in the group. You see my face. Yeah. I put it in the group. I said they played I, us. I, they played us. They played us. They played us. They played us. Yeah. I, I don't understand why did they played us though. To be added, especially for someone who's injured, it's because what? Like, oh, yeah. Book, books are all star only if someone else is injured. Yeah, that's and, yeah. And that, that that was that was that was their way to allow AD to get his all star man out listen. on his resume still, and then book can still. Hey, you made it to the All Star game, and my whole I, thing is like, I just like. I'm sorry. People, people giving a lot of credit I'm to sorry. CP. There should have been a wing player book over some of these wing players that got in. It shouldn't have anything to do with AD. Period. Oh, if, like, if like I said, like I said before, I'm a Suns fan. If a son was gonna get in, it needed to be Booker. Yeah, we love because we it, love Chris Paul. We love because, Chris, because oh, they, come on now, right? They want to talk about you know, oh, he's the stabilizing force. Well, I, I mean, we were just we were just talking about how we went eight and zero in the bubble job. and stuff that's like that. Job. But exactly, it all like an all star. You supposed like an all star. You supposed to be you know that guy. And I do think Book is the guy, on the, the guy on the team. But doubt. yeah, but I just think CP three is that stabilizing force. So not that, only is he the guy on the team, he's one of the guys in the league, bro. He's he's one of the ones. Like let's let's be real. Yeah, like, and that's the thing that pissed me off uh, about it. Like, it was like, what more does he have to do? And he's like, uh, people was like, yeah, he's not popular enough. I'm sitting there like, and but they, they what got does a he point. have to do? They got a point. And I was going to say this to y'all in our group chat, but I got busy and didn't do it. Yeah, you did. Um, It's like, man, it's like he's a textbook. He's been a textbook pro athlete. You feel me? 
hasn't no drama, not getting in trouble, answering press conference the textbook way, the way the organization wants you the way it's like he's not he's not trendy as far as the media is concerned. You feel me? And it's almost like if you if you got next gen, if you play on a next gen console and you got two K and you're doing your my player, if you just say what they expect you to say, you don't gain any fans. You got to mm -hmm. be outlandish. You got to say, like, I came in here. I knew I was going to cook them up tonight. That's how you get, that's how you trend and do all of this stuff. So it's like, book, far as socially, just fly under the radar. But on the court, he cook up. So I feel like you shouldn't be charged with Fam, your he, personality. He, 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 you feel he's me? Da he's dating a Jenner. Like, yeah, but we really don't even know that. Like we know it, but like because he's because he's smooth with it. I'm trying to tell yeah. you. But see, like, I, I I really can't buy that because I mean I'm not buying it. I'm just Kawhi because Kawhi he been getting his notoriety and he, that shit start like had it had it started when he went but to he LA. But he be saying dumb stuff. He be saying dumb stuff, bro. But I, and doing and dumb I, stuff. Kawhi, I mean Kawhi was on a prominent team when he got drafted. Right. He's a champion. Right. You know, you're right. At, but right. once again, but to your point, they pick and choose who they allow to just fly on the radar or but allow not, not to be. He not weird, bro. He not not That's at all. What I'm saying he's normal. Kawhi he's weird, actually bro. a cool dude. Like, yeah, book is a cool dude. And, and, and but that's where I think that I I don't understand it. And what yeah. what and I think a lot of what a lot of people out, outside of Phoenix and like the the fan base may think that they don't promote him. They do like he's on everything that they do, but they it's don't only promote Phoenix. That's, that's it, really but, a problem. Like, Wait, but that's not on them. Like they they not. promote to their fan base, but yeah. the NBA overall doesn't buy into that. Yeah, well, true. I know who I'm gonna blame. I know who I'm gonna blame. Who? AJ. Yeah, you don't talk Phoenix we, enough. We we've been sitting here. You I know, what I'm saying you supposed to be changing. You supposed to be changing the narrative and all that, but nah. You want to keep letting Booker go fly under the radar. Mm -hmm. We barely know you a Suns fan. Yeah. You know hey, what I'm saying? Look. And y'all actually good, and you still don't want to say nothing. Nah, because so it's your fault. You are media, so <laughs> it's your fault. We got to blame you directly. All right, cool. All right, so, and look, okay. I, you like, and Charles, you and Charles Barkley. I feel like I'm more of a book fan than AJ. No. I feel it, too. You don't even no. use the, no. you don't even use the emoji, like. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't even. Yeah, you don't even do the book. AJ Bailey. <laughs> AJ Bailey. So who? I'm, I'm saying, but, <laughs> uh, you, you know what, Tori? Um, I'm gonna holler at you. I got Tori. <laughs> I'm gonna see. You. I'm gonna see you, Tori. Hey, but the moment I don't, I don't know if you are you a are you a snowfall fan, AJ? I am. Oh my gosh! Hell. Yes, it returned. I know it. It returned. I can't wait. I man. can't wait. Absolutely. Can't wait. Yeah, DVR is set. It's yeah, my set because it's two episodes. Back yeah, it's oh yeah, it's over. Yeah. Oh, it's over. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's over. My guy Frank is saying, "Boy, you already know. We can't wait. We can't wait." So I think I want to take some time. I think I might not watch tonight just for the yeah. simple fact that you enjoy that. <laughs> I'll, 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 like I'm, I'm gonna watch tonight because I know I ain't got nothing to do after we get off. But I really want to just like binge watch again, like I already did like three weeks ago. But binge watch again and then just go right into these two episodes. It's bittersweet, man. Honestly, yeah. Because um, this is really Singleton, um, John Singleton's baby. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely, man. And so, so yeah, with that, I want to see how they how they keep it going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and well, that's I, I that's also that's also something that I'm scared of because it's just like sometimes when you when you lose that creative mind and that visionary at the top, I mean it's just like when Game of Thrones changed writers, it was mm -hmm. like, and well, you, you can see it the creativity lacks, and sometimes you just be like, yeah, all right, man. Yeah. But and, he did but say thing, one thing he did say is that he keep my fault here. He said that, no. he, um, one, he delegated a lot of responsibilities across the board. Um, he was not like a authoritarian leader. He was like a delegate guy. So it's like he, he kept apprentices like in almost all of his expertise. So it's like, oh, you want to learn how to get shots? You follow me. You want to learn how to uh, analyze script? You follow me. So it's like... I feel like it should be in good hands because he worked with a he he worked with a good core of people that you know he really believed in. So the foundation is uh the foundation is based on right. You said what? Yeah. I say that the foundation is based off a true story, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, and, so and yeah, like we got in the eighties, Freeway Ricky and all mm-hmm. of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dino Blando. So yeah, so we got. So if, like, so like we said last week, if you don't, de- you ain't got to deviate from the truth. Yeah, yeah. The, the story has already been laid. All you mm-hmm. gotta do is just give it, give us that art, baby. Just give us that art. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's like Novocaine. Give it some time. It'll work. But, but see that but yeah, I don't know where that came from. To AJ point, come on, though, come on, remember the time, baby. Come on. <laughs> but to AJ point is like the story. We know the story was gonna be lit, but it's it's the small things that Singleton was doing that that made him so iconic. It's like the way he shot boys in the hood. It, it, it's like he using angles and different techniques that regular Hollywood wasn't using. Um, he said he filmed a lot of it with a with a, with a camcorder, his own camcorder. You know, mm-hmm. um, so it's just like. Willing to keep it gritty, real close up shots. If you watch Snowfall, you know there's like really up on you, like on that on that prison scene. Stomp out is like you right there with it. So it's like, you know, um, we'll see. I ho- hopefully, hopefully the legacy lives on though. Speaking of stomp out, <laughs> <laughs> um. Man. I just don't understand how some people just think, you know, I, I'm the big man on campus. I can do whatever <laughs> I want to do. It's been that because way. sometimes you just never know mm-hmm. who you're coming across. Mm-hmm. But we all come from a certain background. You can kind of know, even if you don't know. You can kind of know in somebody's demeanor. And I just want to show y'all something. Just <laughs> just look. Just look at some demeanor from from things I'm about to show you. Okay. I just I just want you guys to Oh shit. Oh shit, buddy. Oh shit, young blood. Oh. Shit! Hey! Hey, he ain't fucking around, cuz! He got his nobody coming back, bro! Hey! <laughs> That's just funny, bro! Hey, yeah, guillotine! Hey, rear neck and choke! Tap out, motherfucker! Oh, shit, bro! Y'all motherfuckers ain't playing around, bro. Yo, honestly, yo, him and his boy shouldn't even, they shouldn't be fighting regular people, bro. Bro, they, they okay. clearly, they clearly <laughs> UFC trained. Bro, you know, you know, the when you see someone and the whole time, they just call. You push him. He looked at his man's because apparently homeboy had a bloody nose already, and yeah, he just yeah. he took he took some of his blood. He, that's why he did this. He wiped it on his face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woo. Hey, man. look, man. If someone is just if if someone is just sitting there in front of you, they they willing to give you all of this. That means mm-hmm. they know something that you know. And this right here, Chris Brooks. Cauliflower ears. It's all in the ears, man. Yeah. Look at them boys with them ears. That mean they've been on the on the ground. They've been doing some ground to pound. Muay Thai, Muay Thai, Muay Thai. You don't mess with those people. Yeah, and def- then, it's definitely Cobra Kai. Yo, who is that? <laughs> follow the directions, hey, Facebook. Follow the directions, whoever <laughs> said Cobra Kai. Hey, because look, man. The, the one thing that you really, really, really don't want to happen. It's to be getting whooped on a bathroom floor. Yeah, man. And That's what I was the, ba- the, the bathroom floor of a bar? Is the mm-mm. worst place in the world. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The I, don't care. I, I don't care if you bump me. That story, that story going to sound like, uh, who was it, ASAP? <laughs> when he was fighting in jail. Um, but we, we, we got to highlight who, who these individuals Oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah, we... It's a, a Oklahoma wide receiver. He's, you know, I, I won't say it. I won't call him an Oklahoma wide receiver. I'll call him the Oklahoma long snapper. He's an award-winning long snapper, I believe. He definitely, I, I would cut him after this. Oh, yeah. I don't want that, type, I, I I don't can't, want that I type of person on my team. 
I can't be. I, I, can, I can't. I can't be out here talking to my teammates and say we're gonna fight for each other. No. Nope. And he's sitting over there. You ain't nope. putting up no fight. If you're starting stuff, first of all, if you're on my team, you shouldn't be starting stuff. That's number one. But if oh, by the way, start, but if you are starting it, you better be ending it too. You oh, better. By the way, not by the way, his name is Spencer Jones. Listen, Spencer. Don't do that again. Don't any any time in a regular fight, non-sanctioned fight, that you get choked. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Yeah, it's like because you can't get out because regular people really don't know how to get tapped. out of the choke. And he tapped. And you tapped. <laughs> he, 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 he was trying to fight for his life. And regular people don't listen to the tap. They like don't, <laughs> so, you, you just, so you just you just getting choked. And, and what? He, and even he, the MMA fighter, he ain't gotta listen to the tap. He in a bathroom. He ain't in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> he can put you to sleep but like Debo did he Craig be on the car. He shouldn't be fighting no regular guy, man. He know better than that. You keep but, playing with people. I, I know. Keep playing with I people. know. He took hey. it too far, and he tried. He's only a human being. <laughs> we we seen we seen what happened to Nate. When you think just because you an athlete, you can beat hey. up everybody. And hey. this is what happened. This happened to me one time, and it not whoa. This didn't happen to me, but my thought happened to me. I be in the gym and I be looking at dudes. I'm like, bro, I can take him just cause, just I'm just looking at him, sizing him up for no apparent reason and, and no no apparent reason. That's me off the Jameson. Hell, hell go hell. But look, so I, but I don't say nothing. It really didn't nothing. You know, nothing happened. The next thing you know, it's a it's a heavy bag in the, in the gym. That same dude that I was sizing up was hitting the heavy bag later on. I'm like, whoa, that could have been me. <laughs> could have been me because he hitting it. I'm like, okay. Mind your business. Yeah. I ain't had no reason sizing him up for no yeah. apparent reason. Any and that could have been me getting getting them, getting them body blows. Yeah, getting getting punished. He felt hey, sizing him up, man. Ain't ain't no ain't, ain't no worse feeling in the world than being a grown man and someone lifting you off your feet. Mm-hmm. Bro, I almost get like so. We was on a family vacation out in DR, right? And. I had got into an, I had got into an altercation with my mama boyfriend, mm-hmm. and so we both at the dinner table. We stand up at the same time. I'm about to go rush him, and next thing I know, my feet is off the ground. I'm like, "What the fuck?" And then mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yo, who got it? It's my cousin Edder. And mind you, he's all of like five nine. I'm about six foot, six one. He just like leaned back, got me up off the ground because he played college football. And I'm like, hey, bro, that's when I realized, hey, low man really do always win because I just like was like, ooh, I was like an escalator, just rolls up off my feet. And nothing will de escalate a situation like someone taking you off your feet. Because what can you do? You hopeless. Especially he had me pinned pinned down on both my arms. I'm like, all right. I calmed down immediately. I I don't even want to fight no more. I can't fight nobody and somebody else just picked me up off my feet. You can't. But shout out to Edder because one, why are you about to run a fam- <laughs> you about to ruin the family vacation, man? It wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. It's your. It hey. was your fault, bro. I, I'm 100 percent probably certain it was your fault. I, I swear. He about to show you. He about to show you some act, right? He about to get baby boy. Mom. But yeah, that's another thing, bro. I'm not fighting in the bathroom, bro. Never, bro. Never. And why like, y'all got cameras out and all this? Like, bro, they was doing. They was see, partying. No. It was a party in that restroom. You seen why they had the cameras out? And I'm glad they. But had they them had it out before, hey, bro. Wait, they was doing but, but way you, too much, bro. No, you seen what side the cameras was on? I feel like the cameraman knew something. Yeah, that yeah, we didn't Jones know. Nah, did I not. Because I told you, he knew that they shouldn't be. He they shouldn't be fighting no regular people, man. What Kevin mm-hmm. Hart say? You don't want to fight no man who smack his knees twice, and that's what he did, bro. You you got scooped onto no 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 no. Let's not talk about Spencer. I want to talk about his man's. Yeah, his man's did nothing because like, he he was outside he was outside of the frame. I don't know what he was doing, but all I know is he was in the frame. He was out the frame, and the next thing we know, he was sleep against the wall. He was getting choked also. So it's like no, he was getting yeah. like he was whom whom like 
Like when uh, Derek Lewis knocked the dude out and still hit him a couple times, that's what was happening to his mans. He was catching hell. That thing started off as a tag team match and ended up as a handicap match. Is is that like is that PC? Because they, they might. And, never mind. And they and they started it. Said what? That's but, the. But they started it. The losers started it. So it's like. Yeah. <laughs> And, you got to at least get some punches in if you can start it. And and let this be a lesson to you kids. This is why we should all be social distancing. Yeah. Had we been social distancing, <laughs> yeah. you would not be getting your ass whooped on camera. And nobody wants to get their ass not whooped a, on camera. It's not fun. Not, but, not a mask in sight either. Yeah, so. Definitely got speaking of, off that floor. Mm -hmm, they all got it. Uh, it's, a, it's a college bar. Corona would be the thing that I would much rather catch than what I catch on that college bar floor. Stand. How you catch? How you catch Coronas and the hands? How you? Listen, <laughs> hey, maybe he picked the wrong sport. Well, here's a wide receiver. Never mind. But um, speaking of like of college football, yeah. Uh, you know, we were very happy for Dion to go down to Jackson State. He got he got his first mm -hmm. win as an HBCU head coach. Yeah, Coach Prime. 53, Prime. 53 to nothing. Beat the brakes off them boys. Off of, I was like, what was it? Edward you know, you know he beat them boys. You know he beat that boy. But he was they supposed to do that because, you know, they, what, uh, D2. Uh, Edward Waters, like, I think they D3 or NAIA. So, you know, that's par for the course. But who took that man while, like Chris said? <laughs> they got his stuff back. Yeah. He immediately got his stuff back. So I don't know what happened. Um, why why it was misplaced or what what happened? What transpired? I understand his frustration, but do you think he should have handled that better? No, nah, I would have handled it the same way. Yeah. I mean, look, bro, yeah. we can't we can't think about sometimes sometimes when what, it when it comes to your yeah. stuff, you can't you can't concentrate you can't, on that. You can't else. think. Yeah, I you can't think that. about that because yeah. he he said his wallet, his yeah. phone, his all ID, his stuff, his all that. Come on, right. so I'm, I'm not I, my I'm, identity could be yeah. being stolen right now. Yeah, I yeah. ain't really thinking about the bigger picture on that. Set. Now, I'm for say from the outside perspective, yeah, I wish he would have handled it better because you know, saying the eyes are on you, you had all the media there, the game was covered. You probably could have handled it a lot better. You gonna get your stuff back just like the other time your stuff got broken into, like you trying boombox. Like, I, I I get both sides. I get both sides. But I know for a fact if my stuff got stolen, I ain't think yeah. about nothing and else I, but and my I gonna, stuff. And I'm gonna not gonna judge him for reacting to being a victim in a moment. I'm sorry. And but so, I, I just I, I, my, my fault, AJ. Before you go, I just fact the fact that they highlighted the fact that his stuff was gone. I wish they would highlight the same fact that his stuff was found at the same time. Well, like, and, and it goes back to like what I was saying about book that. That that's no drama in that hill. You see what I'm saying? And that's what we're here to highlight. So I just wish I I, I honestly wish that he would have not mentioned that first. Because I, I understand you, Hill, being upset because you lost your stuff. Dion been in the media for how long? He understands. Like he's media trained. And you know, you come in there and you you talk about I was having a great moment. I was doing this. I was in the locker room, you know, shedding a tear with my players. My stuff has been stolen. And it's like, we hear coaches all the time say, I don't want me, 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 me players. This team, it's we. So that's where I had an issue. Like, it's the, like, it's the new regime. It's the new era. Let's not make it about you. Prime. I know a lot has been about you in your career, but this is a different step. This isn't just about you. This is something new. You know, you're you're a coach at Jackson State now. And I understand you have built a brand, but I think for think like I don't like I think for this to actually work, I don't want it to be something self-serving for Dion. Being an HBCU alum myself, I would want something where it's going to be, a, you know, a family thing. Because guess what? As an HBCU graduate, VSU is my family. Like, I've been places and have run into people that I've never spoke to on campus, but I recognize their face. And we go out, we have drinks. Well, up oh, there goes Hill. 
but we go out, we have drinks, we party together and things like that. So I want things with Jackson State to be about Jackson State. I wanted it to be we, the Jackson State football team. That's how that's how it's been since he's been there. I mean, he's he's bringing it back, but it's like in a family you got to be held accountable. And so absolutely, I, I don't have an issue with him. Like I said, he's a human being, and we can talk about coaches being doing the right thing in the media. But at the end of the day, that is a major accomplishment in his in his life. And like he said, he wanted to be able to talk to his wife during that time. He wanted to be able to do those things. And so as a person. He was upset, and I like the fact, like what Marcus Cannon said, he wanted to put the school culture on notice because maybe he know that these things have been happening. He might know more than what we know. They might say, like, Coach, stuff always missing out the locker room. So it's like we're going to put an end to this right here and right now. Like, it's, it's, it is a new regime, like you said. And in this regime, yes, we are family, but you are going to be held accountable because I seen a couple days before – he was giving people clothes and stuff out of his out of his like if you fo- if you follow him you feel me mm-hmm. he was giving people possessions on right but here it but here's what I'll say it's the old saying do something good they'll never remember do something bad they'll never forget it's the 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 overarching perception now because now people are saying, oh, that wouldn't have happened. Like, that's what he get for going to HBCU. That wouldn't have happened in this place. That wouldn't have happened in this place. And that's what I don't like because it could happen anywhere. But now because mm-hmm. he's at an HBCU and, and some lights, HBCUs are looked upon as second-rate institutions because they're historically black or the people that go there or the culture, etc. I think that is something that the acts of a few – can reflect on the on the many. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I wish he would have, you know, I don't mind him addressing it, but that being the first thing is what's going to be the headline, especially with the way that you came out and you acted about it. But what's his um but what did he kept saying throughout throughout that press conference or since he's been there? This is his calling. He's been put here for a reason. Yeah. Everybody's been put here for a reason. Mm-hmm. So if that has been going on, yeah. if that's a culture that needs to be changed, then mm-hmm. once again, but who says that's he's the culture? Put there though? for a reason. We don't know, and that's the I, thing. I, he, but we got, don't. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? No, you you got yeah. He so he, what he's, he's saying is he's trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. We trying to change all that. We want to be respected as a top program. We want to be looked at at the top program. Everything from top to bottom. So, I mean, like I said. It's the initial reaction, though. You know, you know, I'm gonna give it up. How I'm gonna give it up? Yeah. Oh, initial absolutely. reaction. It's your and initial reaction. Put that comment. And like you said, not about to sit here and be calm if my stuff is done. Yeah, and that's the thing. So even if he wouldn't have said nothing about that, bro, they would have found something else, bro. Because like you said, it is an HBCU. But what truly matters is the culture for those players. Those players are gonna be posting saying they having a good time at Jackson State. They, they buying into Coach Prime. That's going to lead to more players coming in. It's going to really, like, regardless of the narrative, what the way that media is now, with anybody can have a platform, it's going to be hard to spin it from what's not reality. So the players are going to be able to tell us, like, what type of culture is really going on. And you see what type of culture is going on there, the way they looked on the field. I actually watched that game, and the boys was clicking, man, even though – I mean, the competition is a landslide, but, hey, those players, that's, that's the number one recruiting class in HBCU history. So it's like, what you expect? And they all went there because of Prime, so. I understand. I completely understand, you know. And being a leader, sometimes you got to do, you got you to gotta do things that people not going to agree with. But sometimes that's, that's the cost of being a leader. You feel me? You good, Hill? Can you hear us, Hill? I don't think so. Oh, man. Where Eric at? Damn. But, you know, um, so what I'll say is with Dion going to college, 
Do we think that there's going to be a mass exodus? Well, I won't say mass exodus, but other college, you know, pro prominent figures going to the college ranks and, and, and trying to, you know, get things started off from there? Uh, I would hope so. Um, and I, I don't necessarily, it wouldn't necessarily have to be a mass exodus, but I would like to see, you know, there are some coaches sitting around, you know, doing, not, not saying sitting around, but they're doing other things. You know, they might be, have stepped away from the game, but there are some quality big name coaches out there. Um, you know, Mark Jackson is one name that people would like to see going to college sports. So, um, and, and there's, there's plenty of others, you know, Lovey went, had went back, um, Herm went. So, I mean, but if they were to go to HBCUs, that would really, really, um, be a game changer in my opinion. So I'm not necessarily certain if it'll necessarily be a game changer. I think it will, you know, be a spark. But sometimes at the end of the day, you still got you still have to succeed. Like if Mark Jack if Mark Jackson went to college, who's to say that Mark Jackson would be a good recruiter? That's a different Nobody. ball game. No. Exactly. So who's to say that He'll be able to, you know, I know he'll be able to kind of relate to show, hey, this is what I did. But who's to say his system will work? Who's to say he can get players to fit his system? Who's to say all of that stuff can work for Mark Jackson in college? Um, we talk about Lovey. I mean, Lovey ain't been doing too good at Illinois. It ain't like he's been bringing in top recruiting classes. But Illinois, so, no, let's be real. He didn't go to like an HBCU, though. Like he went to, it's, he went to Illinois like, They've they've never done anything before Lovey with, with okay. nobody else either. So it's like, you know, I, he's not a superhero, but I feel like if Lovey would have went to an HBCU, he would have had more drawing power than that than at Illinois. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I said if they go to HB some more, some of these prominent names go to HBCUs. I think they can. I'm not saying that they will, but they at least have the opportunity to be game changers. And we live in the clout era, so it's like, do recruiters really got to put in the work like back in the day? Because now, recruiters can just say, like, uh, if I work at Alabama, do I really got to recruit? Like, the facilities, the the prestige of the school, everything sells itself. And then the coach, too. So, if I'm lovey and I post up shop at an HBCU, that is going to have a resonating effect with some of the population. Not all, uh -huh. but it'll give me a shot. I kind I of, I, oh, go ahead. My fault, man. My internet was bugging, so I apologize to everybody. Bro, get rid of that quick, that cricket Wi-Fi, bro. Go ahead, get your, get your shit off, cause I I can't even rebuttal, and you know I got files. But um, <laughs> I think in football is gonna be tough. I think football. I think the program. I think we're gonna have to just get one program and just use that one program as the measuring stick or the the foundation. Because, okay, we had, like, okay, look at Appalachian State. They've been a top other program. North Dakota State been a top other program as well. That's you feel what I'm saying? North Dakota State. My cousin's the D-line coach over there. He, he, he doing some good work. But, like, you see what I'm saying? Dang. Oh, where they at? I don't know what that was. Um, <laughs> so, I think, like, in, in football in particular, it's a lot of players. It's a yeah, lot of it it's is. a lot of things. But if you if you create a juggernaut, then it's, the eyes are going to be on you, and then you can you know what I'm saying you can create a foundation there and, and you got a pipeline mm -hmm. that can work in football. And I think Dion is going to be that one to help that you know start that foundation in basketball. It's different because, like you said, you're competing with all the blue bloods. I understand. I get it. I mean, we we mentioned Mark Jackson. Okay, he's a cultural. Is he a cultural icon like Dion? No, I know. No, really. I know we love him. I know a lot of people love him. Uh, you know, we love him when he called the game. He got all the sayings, the catchy saying. But will people gravitate to him? Like, like they're like we want him to. Because think about it, Patrick Ewing. He in Georgetown, and Georgetown ain't still ain't. Uh, they ain't got back to Georgetown since. Big John Thompson was there. <laughs> so it's like, 
I mean, you know, he was a former NBA player, you know, top center, a big prominent player. Everybody know him. And his recruiting ain't all that. Like, But like I said, like, this, this is my point to AJ. He's at a PWI, bro. But if, mm-hmm. hold, hold, hold on, let me let me finish. I and I'm not saying it will work, but I feel like if Patrick Ewing were to go and work for HBCU, he it would be different, bro. He because he would now be making a he's not making a cultural statement working for Georgetown. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If if you want the culture to follow you, you got to sacrifice for the culture. So it's like that's what Dion is doing. He's like. I'm sacrificing the huge salary that I could get. I'm I'm sacrificing my job on NFL Network. I'm foregoing all of that to come do it for the people, man. On some, on, some, <laughs> <laughs> on some Fred Hampton, you feel me? <laughs> Doing it for the people. So if, if Patrick Ewan or Mark Jackson was to go to an HBCU, I think the reception would be a little bit different than if they went to a PWI. Go, you want to go, AJ? Or? Yeah. So the reason why I understand, I think you'll be able to make some splashes. Mm-hmm. But at the end and of the day, yeah, I think you'll be able to make some splashes. Mm-hmm. But I just think with the money that's behind those larger schools, it's gonna be tough. You're like, regardless, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to really make a whole bunch of headway. I mean, if the Big Twelve can keep out Houston. I'm sure these powerhouse D1 schools can keep out these HBCUs from, you know, you may get some players, but you're not going to get all of them. I mean, no, because so, so yeah, you may like, I mean, but that's, it's the same. Like you get, you get some four-star players to go to uh, Florida Atlantic. It, you get some, some good players to go to UCF. You get some good, that's how Urban Meyer brought Utah. Yeah. up on the map you know mm-hmm. so you you will like you know uh pj fleck when he had western michigan you'll get some of those coaches who actually have that personality who can mm-hmm. sell hey we want to build something here and i want you to be the centerpiece of that build so you can get that but to to build a consistent product is a lot different but i think i think this if it's, it's gonna be if it's any time Gotta start. The time is now. Yeah. The time is now. Yeah. Because oh, if you look at if you look at if you look at college basketball now, all the blue bloods are trash. They suck. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? I see <laughs> it. I see it, bro. We about to whoop up on Miami tonight. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a fact. That's a whoop up to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, you see, like the um, the, uh, I, I forgot his name. What's the boy name at Howard? Unfortunately. Uh, uh, McCormaker. Maker. Yeah. I, I unfortunately, that. they pro. Unfortunately, unfortunately, they program wasn't not playing this year. Yeah. But you know, that's one. Yeah. You know, Mikey. Mikey made a big fuss. Not a big fuss, but he made a big statement saying he may choose the HBCU. Mm-hmm. If we get the if we get the trend going now, mm-hmm. we get the trend going now, and we know for a fact that y'all like like let's say if y'all gonna be one and done anyway. Exactly, and, and, and to your point, that, and to Hill's point, right. that's without any cultural icon coaches being there. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So yeah. imagine if you now have a, a, a an elite ex NBA player and one of the best NBA game callers that we've that we've had as, so, as their coach. Yeah, I, I'm going. I'm doing it, Ma. That's what I'm saying. If I'm if I'm a top player <laughs> and I got a chance to change the world. And my parents been preaching that to me, and I come from a good home. I might just want to do it. You feel me? I understand that. The reason why I say it's definitely going to be hard in football because there's so many. Oh yeah, pieces. definitely hard. In yeah, football. like like basketball, you can you can get that one player and can do good even if it's for that one year. But football is so many moving pieces. You could be the best player in the world. And you but if you can't swear, and you can't swear yeah. the team, that's a fact. bro. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't do it all. Yeah. So it, it's it's going to be really difficult to to make that happen. But what I will say is, if we can start getting maybe some top tier quarterbacks, then quarterback like when you get a, a good quarterback in your class, you can get people to follow. And so I've I've seen it happen where they'll like court like they'll have you know a good quarterback. He'll bring one of his wide receivers. Or something like that. Or he'll bring a lineman with him, and maybe a, a linebacker be like, "Hey, you know, I, you know, I want to see what you, you know, what y'all doing on offense. 
I want to be a part of that bill because I see what y'all doing. So I'm gonna come on play on the other side. So maybe, it's possible, but it's just difficult. Maybe it's, it's not gonna be easy. Maybe it's me, but I don't see the same like link up camaraderie in football that I kind of see in like basketball. Oh no, it happens. It happens. Check, I, bro, check these recruit. Check these recruits. But, but no, some but, of, some but of them the reason recruit. the reason you don't see recruit. it. But the reason you don't see it like that is because the opportunity is not there. It's harder. It's more competition. So it's like normally if you're good in basketball, if we both are good in basketball, we're getting the same type of looks. But it's like, oh, if I'm if if I'm a wide receiver and you're a quarterback, we're getting total different type looks, bro. Okay, I get. We're getting okay. total different type looks. Like I might be getting looks at Indiana, and you might be getting looks at at, at Notre Dame. You feel me? So it, there, there's a difference. So and. And the thing, the thing about basketball that's a little bit different than football. Basketball, even outside of high school, you could be the number one player in Florida. I could be the number one player in California, and we play on the same AAU team in the mm-hmm. summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And it's hard to so, do that in football. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't none of that in, in football unless you go to IMG <laughs> or one of them prep schools. Okay. Right. That's a fact. Ooh, it's a slow news week. You had a video. Yeah. You got it. You got yeah. a video. Yeah. Um, yeah, you had some, but it's a fact. The cap question down here too. Yeah, let's get to that. Um, Marcus Cannon, fact the cap. LeBron goes to an HBCU to coach. He would definitely change the culture. Um, that's a fact because LeBron is a cultural icon on the like. That's like Michael Jordan. Or, or Kobe or somebody doing that. So that that's different than anybody else that we've talked about. Um, that's different than Mark Jackson. That's even different than Deion Sanders. As great as Deion Sanders was, he was not the face of the NFL. You feel me? Le- Le- LeBron, LeBron is the face of the I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Uh, I, 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 I'm a prime fan, bro. No, I, get I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. He's not the face of the NFL. Um, um he was getting a lot of exposure though. Uh, no, I get, I, I get, I get um, what you're saying. But um, so I definitely think, you know, that's an outlier case. I do see your point, Marcus Cannon. So I, I'm, I'm gonna say fact for LeBron, but it's also a slash cap because can't nobody else do that? Can't no, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? If someone else decides to to go, if Grant Hill says I'm gonna go, that's not gonna happen. I, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with fact because just um pertaining to the answering the question in particular, yeah, it'd be the fact. I mean, he would game change everything. I mean, he's somebody that didn't go to college, so for him to advocate for HBCU, yeah, that is wild. I mean, it speaks value. It yeah. speaks value. But the, I think the player that would actually do more for HBCUs is what he's doing now. I think it'd be CP3. I think he would be the one to to take this torch that you're. That you're um, like presenting. CP3 come to VSU. He already rocked with us. So you know, I I think he'll be the player that uh, that like take to it to the that. next level. And yeah, I go ahead. I, well, I'm gonna say fact, just because I mean, of course, wherever we've LeBron changed the culture wherever he went in the NBA. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a fact. I mean, yeah. of course. So I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think that. So I I just think we. As HBCU grads, I just think we just need to try and continue to spread what we know about it because not every not everybody's going not not every large figure is going to go to an HBCU coach. Absolutely. Sometimes you're you're gonna, you're gonna we have we have good coaches like we have great coaches in at HBCU schools. Yeah, we have, we have great coaches that teach a lot. We have coaches that have put players in the NBA. We have mm-hmm. coaches that coaches that have put players in the NFL. Some HBCUs have more Hall of Famers than some of these D one schools. Mm-hmm. Talk to them. I he mean, ain't talking, he ain't talking to him. You saw, <laughs> bro. What, what we see with Darius Leonard just when he came out. Balling. Mm-hmm. Tariq Cohen, when he came out, he was mm-hmm. undersized. Usually, if you undersized, you got to come from a large school and just be a speed demon. He came out undersized. He he was able to ball out. We've seen players come from come from these schools. Shannon we just Shop and Jerry Rice 
Bro, the list goes on. I'm about to say it's a long list. It's a long list, man. Steve McNair, like, come on now. Because honestly, back then, it was harder for them to get you. You really had to be a media darling and have a perfect background to get those scholarships to to be the quarterback of Oklahoma. Like, come on now. Uh, While while, um, while AJ loads up the next clip, um, before we change subject, I think, and we, we may be another, it may be a future topic. I think for the NFL contracts to change like we really want to, it's time for Rich Paul to get an NFL client. Mm. And I think either Clutch Sports, it's time for Clutch Sports to get to that NFL. And for them, you know, they're doing a lot of complaining how they want new new deals, different deals. You need to get some get it get an innovative agent that ain't afraid to shake some things up. But it might be a reason why he stayed away because he, I'm pretty sure he's probably looked into it and it's probably like the way that the way that the CBA is set up is like, bro, I can't my hands gonna be tied. I'm gonna well, have to set you up for failure. Well, not necessarily. I mean, his comfort zone was the NBA and he's still establishing himself. He's still a fairly new agent. I mean, he's been established well long enough now, mm-hmm. but he was building up clutch sports, you know, Clutch, clutch sports technically is still kind of fairly new. Yeah, no, I'm not arguing that. Been around with LeBron, basically. No, he been around with LeBron, but I'm talking right, about better sport. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, so I'm gonna say yeah, agency, I'm like I said, but if they want to, add, add, and they all they got to just have a meeting, just have a meeting with up with a prominent NFL player, like you said, preferably, you know. A quarterback, you want a quarterback. Yeah, because that's the only way you're gonna be able to make some. Impact. You want a quarterback, but I'm, I'm just, I'm just speaking into his right. If y'all really right. want some change, go holler at Clutch, because these other agents ain't doing that. They doing the status quo. That. You don't want your agent dancing all in the videos. <laughs> Talk to him. But I, I'm kind of torn with that. Go ahead. Because, because like Cannon said, that CBA still is trash. Is is still trash, and I think. Regardless of what happens, contracts really are not going to get better for NFL players, quite uh, honestly, until they collectively bargain that. What question? What? Damn, I still froze? Little, I can hear you. I can hear you, but you froze. I'm about to say, I'm, look, at my, look, look at myself. Look at, my, <laughs> look at you, Freeman. All right, I'm, I'm good now. But I've been advocating for shorter-term contracts. Mm-hmm. LeBron in the NBA signing shorter contracts. Mm-hmm. He take this motto to the NBA. I mean, to the NFL. They're not gonna listen to me, but they can listen to an established yeah. agent that can really shake things up. Yeah. All it takes is one, and everybody follows. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but I mean, I get what you're saying, but it's but still, still those still those parameters, man. Agent. It's like a lawyer. He's only as good as the parameters of the rules of the court, of the rules of whatever he's governed by. And regardless, like, whoever his agent is, is only going to be able to work their magic, their expertise within the parameters of the CBA. And if you overstep that boundary, it's going to be major trouble. So it's like, bro, if I look at what the players are dealing with, and I'm Rich Paul, I might just have to wait until they get a better union or, or something before I get involved. And that's what he should probably do. He should run for union president next time that's oh, available. And we might not see football for five years. <laughs> he, he going to let, let them know we ain't signing for nothing. You know. And I, I can't remember if we talked about this last episode or if we talked about this offline, but that's one of the reasons why we, you know, why – we're not seeing a whole bunch of change. We're still seeing a bunch of complaints with the NFL because they won't hold out. Because, like we said, we did talk about this last episode. They won't mm-hmm. those, those guys at the bottom of the payroll, at the back of the, the roster, they don't have the money to sit out for a strike. And once again, that is on the, the NFLPA because yeah, what they should That's on the Morris Smith. Because what they mm-hmm. should be doing is have like they should create a fund. To help fund players in the in the event of a strikeout, if you had you put something in the NFLPA where you know, like, just almost like taxes, it, it ain't got to be a whole bunch of money, but just yeah. take out a little bit of something over the years, every year, mm-hmm. and you know when a strike happens, 
you don't have to necessarily pay all the players they contract, but you can pay them out of this, you know, in the event of something. Yeah, and then you all did that. And if you're making like and if you're making over a certain amount, this should be for like the lower tier players. And so if you're making over a certain threshold, yeah. you know, you may you should be voided of it. And if you need if you need assistance, they should give you financial assistance courses on how to manage your money because you have this large amount of contract. But that's why I've been saying like the more Smith is not smart because the blueprint has already been laid before him. There's been labor strikes and holdouts, real ones, work stoppages in the NFL before two in the 80s. Gene Upshaw was was NFL PA for one of them, and they had a slosh fund, and it was for players on the bottom tier so that they would not cross the picket line. And those players got paid. The the big contract players had money, and they were able to stay holding out, and that's how the Redskins actually won a Super Bowl on a shortened the Redskins won a Super Bowl on a short on a strike shortened season. Do your research. Ooh. The Redskins, that's what they wanted as well. I'm not, I'm not, I, because it wasn't Washington football. It was it was the Redskins, you feel me? Um, but no, like Gene Upshaw yeah. in the 80s was more prepared as an NFL PA than DeMore Smith is in 2012 and 2020 in the last 10 years, bro. And that is sad when you can't even learn from your predecessor. I be forgetting that I can't I can't tease no topics. <laughs> we, we gonna go. We gonna go. <laughs> yeah, ain't, ain't no teasing. We, yeah, we gonna we hey, you know, we, we jump right into it. Yeah, this, this, ain't, this, like, this ain't the full play podcast. It's yeah. three man week podcast. Yeah, we a whole a, a whole different right, way. No, that's a good topic, man. Yeah, I forget I, I figured I mean we went we we said we had to say fact the cap. Uh I mean I mean let me get his disclaimer. This is a nugget nuggets fan. Marcus Cannon saying this fact that Cap NBA MVP is coming out the West, and he said Jokic is going to get it. And Bede ain't playing basketball? I think it's – yeah, he's playing. He's definitely playing basketball. Okay. So he, he's playing the best basketball he's ever played. So that's what I'm saying. We can't just say it's coming out of the West because, I mean – But – But that's why it's a fact that Cap. Yeah. But, no. but Jokic is playing – Oh no no no! He he's matching what what oh, Embiid is doing. I'm just saying we halfway through the season, so I'm not I'm not just gonna say oh it's coming out of the West because it's somebody in the East that is doing his thing right now. But that's what and that's what we're supposed to be doing though. But if you look at Joel's if, history, I'm banking on it's coming out the West because I I don't want to speak. I ain't going. I'm not going to do that to him. You did no because I didn't say it. But if you know, you know. <laughs> but you thought. But you thought. Hey, hey, that's my job. So, thank so, you. So, so, so we, well, I mean, what we here? We here. It's the, it's the midway point. I mean, you know, you say the All Star game is coming yeah. up soon. I gotta see how he hold up, man. And Who's also, your... Bron is Bron is performing unbelievable. Also, so it's like Jarvis is gonna lay into you. When yeah, I don't yeah, he can't. Listen, man. He can't wait. Listen, bro. Like Jarvis, if you're listening, Jarvis not... couldn't hold. A spit to me in the uh -oh. sports debate, man. So uh -oh. I'm not worried about nothing he got to say about any of those topics. And I love him. I love him to death, man. <laughs> that's my that's my guy, man. He is that yo. He makes my work my work day go by so fast. <laughs> Listen. No, seriously. Like he got this is, he got Roosevelt upset. <laughs> yeah, yo, you have anybody know it takes a lot to get bro. <laughs> Hey, because like, uh, he because he took Rose's spot from doing that's what Rose do. So Rose Rose, like, Hold hey, on, yeah, I ain't like that. <laughs> Facebook, what you ain't gonna do? Go ahead, go ahead. Facebook user, I, I really wish you to um, gay stream your permission so we can give you the actual credit that you deserve for this. What do y'all think about the quarterback having their own cap that doesn't affect the team? I actually said something like this in a previous episode. That would be much better. <laughs> and not necessarily not having their own, like having their own cap. I believe that NBA, like it should be very similar to the NBA style, where if you've drafted a player, like you own their bird rights, you can pay them more than 
someone else can if they leave in free agency. So it doesn't have the same weighted effect if like because quarterbacks, well, previously quarterbacks off, didn't often hit free agency, but they also take up like 20% of your team's cap. 25 to 30 now. Is yeah, so it's just like, so I think that if you draft a player, you should be able to pay them a little bit more and not have that and like and, and their cap number be lower. So you should be able to pay them more guaranteed money and not have it affect the cap. But see, but just, you're taking the you're taking the NBA model, right? And trying to implement it to the NFL, right? But it, it don't necessarily have to be the same exact what mod like model. I'm saying something along that where every kind, con- like not just, just quarterbacks, not just quarter, yeah, not just quarterbacks, yeah. but to allow teams to like if you, you know, pre- yeah. So if 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 I resign you to another contract, I should be able to. You know, have, have it like less of a have, penalty. Have, yeah, I know I'm trying to have an extended cap for my players. If yeah. I bring in outside people, it counts to a different cap, like a cap ceiling. But I just but, feel like I'm I'm with the Facebook user, man. <laughs> like, bro, that cap, that thirty percent, like, it's unreal because I just think like what Alex Smith is doing to the Washington football team, like, it is hindering a lot of movement, and it's like. Bro, and it does it for every team. Like every team, when you if you're not drafting well after you sign a quarterback to a major deal, you are done. Unless you already have players in in place, kind of like Tampa did. So it's like you you better you better go for your window if you sign one of these quarterbacks. And that's why I didn't like Detroit's move because like you just you just paid this money and you're not even primed to win, bro. Like and now you're stuck. You are stuck paying thirty percent of your cap. You're done. You're done. But we always tell, like I said, once again, we always tell the players to play, play up to their potential, own up to their contract, live up to their contract, do do all that. But like I said, ain't necessarily saying that. I'm just saying. But when are we going to hold the organization accountable? They That's can't. Have, they can't because of the no, 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 cap space being taken away. Bro, man. teams have done it. Teams have done it. What teams? Multiple teams. Stop letting this um this model fool you about that you can't buy a championship. All the champions have the recent champions have bought their team. These ain't homegrown drafted teams or the, Chief, these the Chiefs, man. They ain't really buy their team, bro. The Chief, Tyron Matthews is cheap. Bro, I don't. I think they could have won the chip without him, bro. Like, but they didn't. But they got him. <laughs> but, but come on. But bro. they like, got him. But, but they got. You but going have some hold acquisitions. Hold but the but the core. I'm glad of you them, brought up the Chiefs. I'm but and the core of the Chiefs. Matter of fact, you're right. They were drafted. The core of the team was drafted. But <laughs> the core of that team is paid top dollar too. Yeah. And, 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 and where did they go? And they, and they should, huh? And and where did they go? Super Bowl, right? Yeah, no, and I and I, I, I like how the Chiefs is running their organization, and they are doing it. So it, but it, and I get it. So let's go for it. let's go to the next team. Let's go to the te- next team. Let's the go Patriots. to Detroit. Let's go to Detroit. No, no, no. Let's, we're not gonna go. We we're never going to Detroit. We're never going to Detroit. We're talking about championship. Hey, Detroit, <laughs> Detroit, fun though, man. We can definitely take a three man weave trip to Detroit. <laughs> what did we do? What did we do? What did we? What did Bill Belichick say this offseason? He said we sold out for a championship. Yes, that's what he said. Everybody wanted. Everybody wanted to holla, holla. Oh, the Patriot way, the Patriot way. They brought in a lot of free agents, and you know they spent a lot of money. Yeah, the reason why they were able to, you know, the reason why they were able to do that Patriot way is because Mm -hmm. Tom Brady took a whole bunch of discounts. Okay, that's fine. No, no, no. But but that's that's my. But that's what I'm saying. Because Tom Brady took. But but that's my point. Because Tom Brady took a bunch of discounts. He didn't uh, hold a bunch of cap space yeah. so they could spend it yeah. elsewhere, yeah. and that's and so so and that was rare. my point. That's so rare. that's where they can spread out this money because the person okay. who would possibly take up, like man. Candace said, that's twenty-five to thirty percent of your cap space is taking about now. Let's 18 talk to twenty. I mean, but let's talk about the team on both sides. Let me. Just but let's say talk that, about man. the team that the Rams got there. We can't, we said the Rams had unlimited cap, right? They, but they don't. Theirs is coming to an end. Like I told, like I told you, the next two years. Is they, it coming to an end? The the next, they're gonna be able to make moves this off season. But next off season and, and the off season after that, they're strapped, bro. Unless okay, they, cool. Look I, at the Saints. The Saints been in contention 
for 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 the and last four and, years. And theirs is done. We know theirs is done. You told me on one ninety five or ninety six, their Dez window is done. Theirs <laughs> done because who? But who? Because who left? Who left? Who's leaving? Who is hey. Drew leaving? Drew leaving. He better be leaving because he's the Jay Bow. He's, Jay he's Bo part is of the reason that but, cap hit, man. But. They had uh they had the one of the highest caps and they've been they've been contenders. You know what I'm saying? Been. Well they we not talk been. but we but all the contenders been high cap. Yeah, like I mean, because, you, I mean you, majority, and you, majority. And that and that's my point. So it's like since they're so you gotta have great everything, a great GM, great coach, thank great you. Draft. But it's like that's that's rare. So to to just even the playing field some take that dag on that 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 quarterback cap hit out because even those teams that know how to work the cap well will still get that benefit also. It'll be we, an even benefit across the board, and it'll allow teams, these middle-of-the-road teams like Detroit, like Washington, to sign decent players. And the free agency will be more competitive across the board. We are I, in a big I, I, league. Can I, can, I, can I say something We real are. Quick? I mean, we are. Bro. Go ahead. I know we're talking about leveling the playing field. But does every team actually want to win? No. And that's my point. Like, and, and that that's and I've said, like I said, some teams want to losing is profitable. Up. Some people it, have it, a, a losing model, it, and it works. Oh, absolutely. They're like, bro, like some teams, like some teams are ran like a business. We said this before. Oh, absolutely, and that and that was my point. So yeah, we'll pay the like like if, if I'm a middle of the road team and I have a. a, a, a an above average quarterback to a good quarterback who can just keep us in games, make things interesting, and then every offseason, oh, we just need this, this, and this, and we got hope. You can keep your fans around long enough and not spend so much money. Yeah, you can necess- like you can pay that quarterback a lot of money, but then you could just be a team that just lives off draft picks and maybe brings a person in here or there to make it look like you're doing some things. And people will come. If you build it, they no, will come. It's like no, I've never seen another like pro sport do what the NFL can do. Like America just loves football. We will watch bad football. You could like you can put two bad teams on primetime TV, and people will watch it. You know why? You still get big hits. You still get touchdowns. And that's, that's, all, and that's all we want. But that's my point. That's what I'm saying. So it like some teams, they I don't care what nobody says. You can't tell me that there are like every single team in the NFL wants to win a Super Bowl. There are some teams that be like, hey, let's just let's yeah. just get these fans in the stadium. At the, at the end of the day, these teams are business entities, man, and their primary goal is to turn a profit, and then whatever we can do after that is cool, but. Listen, if I don't win the Super Bowl and I am in the black big time, I don't even care, bro. I don't care. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Well, what would you about to say? Nah, go ahead. Nah, because it's over. Oh, yeah, it's over. It's over. <laughs> go ahead. You are right. it's over. It's episode 98. Yeah, I know y'all catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave. Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. I'm Hill. That's AJ. That's Cannon. Episode 98. We out. Yes, sir. And we be with the killers that kill all the fucking killers, nigga. You know the fuck we rockin', man. For sure, for sure. Murder on the bitch, so it's
nice. Niggas talking on the net like pop out where you at, ayy. All we know is pop out with our guns, we from the rack, ayy. Pop out, catch that nigga, try to run, we wet his back. All you cocky, turned you to a dolphin, cause you crack tricks. Can't speak on what we doing, that shit federal You thought that you call me lacking, I'm ahead of you You tryna rap and you get cute, they gon' be mad at you 